You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. Um, Brianna Taylor, her mother just received a $12 million settlement from the city of Louisville, Kentucky for the wrongful death of her daughter. Yeah. However, I mean, they have not arrested nor charged the officers who killed her on a bogus no-knock warrant. Yeah, it's it's basically justice has been done as much as it was in the O.J. Simpson trial. How about that? Since white people like to be mad about shit. <laughs> Ooh, white people were mad when O.J. got off. Yeah, and you know, they settled the wrongful death suit. So that means that uh, that justice was served, right? If we're going off if we're playing on the same field. So everybody just shut up about it. Mm. But you know, that that is a thing though. That's kind of like, well, here's your money, shut up about it. Yeah. And you don't need to, if if you have enough money, you can beat the charges but still be found liable for their death. Well, and this isn't just about having money. This is about having power. This is about having clout. This is about being protected by a police union and by fellow officers within that department and in that agency. Qualified immunity. That's right. That's what all that's about. And, hey, I get qualified immunity up to a point. However, um, okay, I have to go back. And I don't know if this was one of the stories that we had talked about, um, but it is on our uh, social media pages, our Talk Jive social media pages. And it was this crazy story about this guy who went and got all pissed off about people telling him that he had to wear a mask and he like went and got an AK-47. Here it is. It's from the Washington Post. And (laughs) the headline is, quote, not handling the pandemic well, end quote. Man (laughs) fires at officers with AK-47 after refusing to wear a mask, police say. And... This cigar shop clerk told this dude, Adam Zabrowski, um, that he had to wear a mask. Adam refused, went, grabbed a gun, grabbed two stogies and stormed out, and then came back and pulled a handgun and shot the clerk. This is in Bethlehem Township, Pennsylvania. And so the next day, the police came after him, and he allegedly, now remember, and that's what the article says, allegedly, fired at police with an AK-47, sparking a wild shootout with at least seven officers that ended up with him shot multiple times and under arrest. And this is the latest violent incident tied to arguments over mandatory mask orders. But Zabrowski's reaction was driven by his own intense difficulty with the pandemic, his attorney claimed. Before the shootout, he had lost his job and recently lost custody of his children. He just wasn't dealing well with the loss of his job, the loss of his child, just not handling the pandemic well. While noting these factors didn't justify his violent conduct, he said, I think he was getting stretched too tight. 
Okay, so, and, and you know, okay, so this guy's got an AK-47. You know where the police shot him to stop him? In the leg. <laughs> he got shot in the leg. After yeah. brandishing an AK-47 and because, because firing at multiple officers, this guy got shot in the leg that's how, and that's was how taken alive. That's how it goes down for white folks, man. Like, we saw a white dude in, in Tulsa just shot a cop. Shot one cop and shot at the other one, and he was taken into custody alive. I mean, these are these are the same police forces that shoot unarmed black people just because they're you know, move too fast or they didn't didn't do exactly what they said when they said it. I mean, this is just it, it's fucking ridiculous that people can't see this shit. Oh, I'm sorry. He was hit in the buttocks in the leg. Just like Forrest Gump in the buttocks. Yeah, something jumped up and bit him, huh? <laughs> um so this right here proves my point that I was previously trying to make about shoot to kill training and how shoot to kill training is really only relevant when you're talking about dealing with people of color. They don't want to shoot a white guy. They don't know who this white guy might be. This crazy white guy might be somebody important son. Yeah. You know, they don't want all hell to break loose um, shooting some poor white guy. I mean, he had mental health issues. He was obviously in mental distress. Forget that it's a black guy walking naked where his brother calls 911 and says, hey, we please need help. And that guy gets suffocated on the street. Yeah. I mean. You just get choked to death, huh? But that's the difference. And Trump was at this, uh, George Stephanopoulos hosted this uh, town hall meeting. And Trump was getting run through the ringer. Like, why did you downplay the the pandemic? Well, I upplayed it in terms (laughs) of response. (laughs) Forgetting the fact that you refused to test, you refused to issue a national mask mask mandate. They asked him about immigration. He's like, oh, well, we got the biggest plan. It's like, uh, you said that when you were trying to run for office several years ago, and all you've done is build a few miles of a shitty wall, separate poor poor migrant children from their parents, adopt them out. Now you're performing hysterectomies on women in detention. You know what that tells me? I am freaking out about this. Should Should we wait for another segment, or should we just dive into this now? I mean, because we may need a we may need a whole other segment just for that, but we can jump into it now if you want to. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> what's there to say about it? They did this to young girls on the reservations, Indian girls. They have oh, historically yeah. done this to women who are under government control, and I say mm-hmm. it's so they can rape them as much as they want to. So they can't get pregnant because they're in conditions where, you know, sexual abuse is going on. Yeah. You know, it is. And how many of these women have already been pregnant while they've been in there? 
yeah, probably been pregnant and got abortions or, you know, however they're dealing with that. Yeah, however, however, however ICE is dealing with that. I mean, we don't even know what's going on inside these places because they aren't they like private contractors? Yes. Yes, they are. And then this whistleblower nurse comes forward and says, and she's like, these women are asking why, and I don't have an, an answer for them. I am beyond horrified and angry. And I mean, these women are helpless. These women are at the mercy of these people and what they're doing to them is invading their body and perf- and performing these operations against these women's will so they can so what they don't get pregnant when you rape them so they don't have their periods anymore so you don't have to provide um maxi pads and feminine hygiene products yes i mean it's it's not and, and the bad part is it's not unheard of. This is something that the government has been doing. Always. I mean historically. <laughs> historically. And they have gotten away with it. They have gotten away with it. And they've done it to our Indian women. They've done it to um obviously women who are detained. Who else? Um I'm, I'm- I'm sure there was probably experiments like this done, you know, back when they were doing the Tuskegee experiments and shit like that. I mean, they've, they've been trying to sterilize brown people for a long time. And as a woman, how do you get over that? How do you get over that? How do you get over something so invasive? I mean, that's beyond sexual assault. That's taking, that's harvesting your body parts. That's harvesting your organs. Yep. <coughs> and this is what they're doing and it's breaking now. And what has happened? Ha- has anything been done? They're not even allowing our Congress people in there. They're not even allowing our representatives to go in and see for themselves what's going on in these facilities. How many of them really want to go see? I mean, they can they can make they can make it sound like they want to go see, but I mean, how many of these Congress people are fucking are are guilty? of allowing this shit to happen for so long because of bipartisan politics and, and jumping on whatever everybody else says that they need to do and all of this shit because all these people who, who are acting like they genuinely care have had chances to really make differences along the way, but they played the game to be where they're at. Well, and they've taken donations from these private companies that run these private prisons and things like that. And so, you know, they're beholden to them. They've taken their money. Their, their lobbyists already have them in their pockets. So stay in line or we'll put somebody else in next time. Yep. 
but uh, yeah. So that's going on. The world we live in. <coughs> and so, um, hey, Hazel, that's a, that's a horrific thing. Another horrific thing that our government is perpetuating against women. So bravo. Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring, huh? I guess so. Freedom ring from your reproductive organs. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, in all of this, I, I understand why governments, why people don't like the government and why people don't trust the government. But God damn it, it's necessary. And that's why people have to run for office. And <laughs> I mean, I, I realize how futile it sounds. But we need representatives who are going to stand up and say, this is absolutely not right. And who's in charge of most policy? Well, that would be men. Yeah. You think these white male congressmen or senators, you think they give a shit about these Mexican women and these det detainees being violated in this manner? They're probably suggesting it. Yeah. Because that's the way they did it with the Indians. So. Well, I mean, when you're when you have a president whose uh, idol is the the Indian killer president, I mean, what do you expect? But, you know, we have a responsibility. November 3rd, here in Oklahoma, um, got to get registered to vote by October 9th. Do it. We, we will not survive this because you never know where the turn is going to be in the road, and it might be you unwillingly giving up organs <coughs> for the, and my, my air quotes are up, greater good. Yeah. The greater good. So, yeah, we need our allies. Point? We need our allies to stand up and say something about this, like immediately, allies. Do you your part for your phone. country. What's Unless that? it means, I said, do your part for your country. That doesn't mean giving them parts of you. That's right. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're indigenous. We're independent. We're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.